0: Hello, this is Jacqueline Sanders-Blackman, and in this episode of One Slide at a Time, I'm going to focus on one slide from one of my presentations at a previous conference, and the slide that I picked for today is related to technical debt. What is it? Why does it occur? And more importantly, how do you avoid it? When... We're building software, we are often focused on the front-end features and functionality. And you might be saying, well, yeah, absolutely. We always are talking about delivering value to the customer. And so that front-end is what the customer sees. But the reality is, and this is where in engineering we have to balance out wants and needs, is The whole purpose of that front end is because somewhere behind it the brains of the operation the processing and the data manipulation um, that's going on is really at the heart of the value because if i've got a great interface but i'm presenting data that is uh, of no value then really our software delivery is incomplete now the fact of the matter is, and I, I often use analogies related to cars, you can, have, you can build a car and build the outside, but if you don't put the things up under the, the hood and all of the infrastructure from the, the wheelbase to the wheel and the brakes, uh, the, if you don't do those pieces, that car is, first of all, not useful. It's dangerous and it's probably illegal, not allowed to, to be on the road. So the, think of the same with software. We can't just focus on the front end and the features um, and kind of the, the frilly part, the touchy-filly part. We've got to also think about the back end. And so it just takes a concerted effort Is as we are building out the front end to balance. And this again ties back to it you may notice a pattern here i'm circling back to that whole idea of that vertical slice where every slice has a front a middle and a back end when your stories are too heavily front end only focused on the front end that's when you are guaranteed to build up this backlog of back end items that need to be done So either you build out the the front end and then later you waterfall and have to go back and build that back end or flip it around where you want to do all this upfront technical design and infrastructure um, on all of the, the underbelly and the technical parts even before you work on the front end layer. And in some cases then what you have is that back end is driving what the front end ends up looking like, and that's not the right way either. So what you want to do is to be proactive in some of the technical infrastructure type things, but do it in a way that it's just a short one way, two or three sprints ahead that you're doing some of the infrastructure work and then the stories that come behind it that lay on top of it, almost think of it as Lego blocks. You kind of lay a, a platform and then the hooks are there for that story that contains the rest of the back end, the middleware, the front end to sit on top of a technical story. in, in the world of scaled agile, actually technical stories are known as enablers. And I really like that name. Um, it really kind of represents what they are. They enable those stories that the functions and the features of the stories to sit on top of them. And one of the things you might remember from a previous episode that I said about these technical slash enabler stories is that a good way, a, r- a rule of thumb, it's not always the case, but a good rule of thumb is that a, a good technical story supports or enables two or more stories if you if the the piece of uh, functionality that you're you're creating in the enabler only supports one story then it belongs in the story but if it's something more like an infrastructure or building out that base and that platform that multiple stories will sit on top of now you've got a good enabler story So if you think about something like security or access or performance um, or even from a a, a data feed and data integration, those feed multiple front-end stories. When I have a picture, and you saw in previous episodes where I talked about the vertical slices and I had a piece of cake, I said think of the uh, enabler story or the technical story as the plate that the cake sits on and know that multiple pieces of cake can uh, sit on that, that plate. Um, that's what a good technical slash enabler story does. So to, to, to recap and bring it back to the whole idea of avoiding technical debt, technical debt is the result of you doing a lot of front end stories, not taking into consideration and keeping pace with your enabler stories. If you're not proactive with your enabler stories where you're one or two sprints ahead of the features that are coming along in the user stories, then the result is you're going to fall behind. And that stacking up or accumulation of enabler stories that need to be done ends up being your technical debt. Now, my bottom line on this whole topic is is that technical lead your technical lead, your your team architect or your it could be your your product or program your domain architect should be the one that determines what's the best strategy i've talked to some architects where there's sometimes where you want to lag a little bit in your technical enabler stories what they allow is for the front end to kind of dictate and for them even to settle on the front end because sometimes in your exploration you haven't even completely decided what the front end and how it's going to function Um, and so you want to go through some of that and allow for some of that lead way and agility and then come in with this supporting um, uh, infrastructure uh, enabler stories but other architects said Sometimes it's very clear what the infrastructure needs to do, regardless of what that front end is going to look like. As long as you're building that infrastructure with giving all the flexibility and lead way, that they can build the front end that the users want and need and that's user-friendly. So that's a little bit about uh, technical stories, enabler stories. And when you're going through... From the very beginning of your project, if you do the so-called sprint zero, um, that's when the decision needs to be made and communicated and agreed to as to which approach you're going to take. Then throughout the sprint, when you are doing your planning, every planning session, there needs to be the, the question, what percentage of your velocity is going to be feature focus and what percentage of your velocity is going to be is going to be reserved for enabler stories Um, so and like my picture because this is about one slide at a time where you have the green which represents the feature development this one to me is a little bit more skewed. so you see what happens over time they had to spend less time focused on feature and dedicate a lot of the time on the back-end focused on the uh, enabler and the the debt that had accumulated. Whereas if if there was more of a balance every step of the way, then you could continue to develop your features and your back-end enablers um, keep in alignment with them. Because this is the one thing that I would would say with a more balanced picture is if we decide as we're building along and we focus to have those front end um, of the queue on the high value items, let's say we get to, if each one of these bars represented a sprint, let's say we get to sprint, I'm going to say seven or eight, and at sprint eight, we declare that we've not only completed the MVP, we've, we've identified the, those things that we might consider the, what we call the fast follows, and we declare it good enough and we decide to pivot to something else. So imagine that at Sprint 8. In this particular picture, they can't necessarily make that pivot because some of that technical debt is necessary to support some of those things that were built back in the beginning. Whereas if you're building that infrastructure more closely aligned, closer to the actual sprint where you're bringing along the feature, then we might not throw all these front-end stuff out here, but we could get to a point, and when we're ready to or come to a point where we need or have to pivot away to something else, um, you, the things that you've built so far have the infrastructure that they are potentially shippable. So if you've ever built a front end and then all of a sudden you find out that you need to, to pivot and you look back at what you've built so far and there's nothing that you can potentially deploy and the reason is because there's no infrastructure, then what you've done is you accumulated debt and then it was too late to try to pull in that debt to make what they, you built on the front end be shippable and be able to be used as is and that's that's very key to agile thinking and agile mindset is you're building it as it goes so that at any point in time it can be potentially shippable sooner versus later it might not be after the first sprint or the second but as soon as possible you have something a minimum viable product that is potentially shippable so something to think about Thank you for joining stay tuned for our next episode.